the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. To Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. What do you want to talk about? You tell me. I'm easy when it comes to talking money. We can talk about what we're seeing. Let's do this. Let's start with the obvious. I'm a stock guy. This show is a business show. It's about your money. It's about getting your retirement. But in the end, it's also about the stock market, and earnings season is important to the stock market. Or, if you don't want to talk that, we can talk about how a thief stole 1,000 gallons of gasoline worth an estimated $4,500 from a gas station in Roseville, California. I think that's a great story. The station says that the thieves are able to bypass the pump's meter to take as much as they want it. Clearly, the guy knew what he was doing. <laughs> the guy came by the station three times in a pickup truck, each time making off the over 300 gallons. <laughs> you would imagine the police would be on to it after the first time, or at least the second time. But the third time, Governor Jerry Brown has petitioned to end the state's expensive fuel blend requirements early. This just needs to be done on a national level, Period. This is one of those things that does not make any cockamamie sense. I know you're saying, did you just use the word cockamamie? I did. One of the reasons gasoline prices are higher across our nation is that different states have different blends. Now, again, I may be ignorant, and I will admit to that, that maybe the blend of issue is important. Like maybe California saves 13 special California birds each year, or maybe New Mexico, you know, throws us some extra charcoal on the mountains for that nice charcoaly look. I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you is that the fact that every state has different requirements and the fact that every state doesn't have a refinery and that they all require different blends sent home from different parts of the country is ignorant. If you want to go on the high end and say, let's go with California standards, fine. As a nation, fine. You want to go on the low end and say everyone's going to do it. Arkansas standards, fine. Just make up your mind and let the refineries go off that. Gasoline prices are higher this week versus last week. That's my news and my views and my opinions. I got nothing else to say. Baseball playoffs are underway. Third quarter earnings season starts dun, 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 tomorrow. Oh, and for the record... 25 years ago, to this date, my mother kicked out an eight-pound baby that she named Robert Francis Black. Thanks, Mom. I know you're saying, is it, what does that mean? Your mom kicked out an eight-pound bowling ball? Well, go pick up an eight-pound bowling ball and figure that most babies average that weight. And then you suddenly realize your birthday isn't really about you. It's about your mother. I know. It's my birthday. I'm going to party like my birthday. Um, reporting period, earnings season. That's what I find to be my birthday. My birthday comes four times a year, and it's earnings season. Now, it just happens this year to be under, under the time window frame period 
quarter of fourth quarter earnings. It's actually third quarter earnings coming out in the fourth quarter of the start of the fourth quarter, but you get the idea. So real GDP rose at a rate of 1.4%. Not long ago, we heard that the second quarter GDP rose at a 1.3%. Third quarter earnings are projected to decline 2.4%. Revenue is expected to be down one-tenth of 1%. Those are your bell marks. Oh, it feels like I haven't done the show in a year. Those are your benchmarks. The last S&P 500 earnings decline was the third quarter of 2009 when the financial markets, the global economy were starting to claw their way back. Claw your way back. Since a great 80s song, right? From the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. Lots change between now and then. Some economists are calling for only nine-tenths of a percent growth in GDP. Some are as high as 2%. The equity markets, surprisingly, if you look at them, you would think are smoking crack. Like, they must be high because the markets have had a great year. It starts to show you a lot of divergence between what is expected versus what happens. The stock market announces QE3 and the stock market roars. And yet, when you look at consensus expectations... It's been flat to weaker. In the end, it's all about the the show-me-the-money market. It's all about earnings. So earnings are expected to increase about 3% as of July. Now we're anemically at 1%. The negative pre-announcement ratio, higher than it's been in quite a while. Last year we were about 2.3, now we're about 4.3. A recent report from FactSet shows that tech companies, consumer discretionary, healthcare, materials, sectors have all accounted for the bulk of roughly 90 negative pre-announcements. So tech, consumer discretionary, healthcare, materials, all showing us a lot of pre- negative pre-announcements. Energy sector is expected to be the biggest drag on the third quarter earnings as lower demand for oil and lower natural gas prices clip the top and bottom lines for energy companies. On a certain level, market participants have learned not to fear the aggregate revision as much since companies often show that analysts tend to get too pessimistic just in front of an earnings period. Historical data shows us that 62% of SP 500 companies on average report earnings at top expectations. Last quarter was 67%. Can we err on the side of up? Sure we could. FedEx and Oracle... They've had fiscal quarters ending in the month of August. They spoke to macroeconomic and currency headwinds when announcing their results and guidance already. They were the recent bad boys to say things aren't good gravy out there. And I know when you say good gravy, isn't all gravy good? Well, yeah, but you get the idea. Um, you know, FedEx didn't say glorious things, to be quite honest with you. Equity market could carry on, even in lackluster earnings results and guidance. That's one of the reasons I say always be invested. Now, you can underweight or overweight certain areas, but you never know when the market's going to move, and when it moves, it tends to move in big chunks. Now, do you like utilities and telecom? They've been big winners in the last two years. 
Or do you like financials, which have a lot of value, but have been a huge winner this year? Maybe you like healthcare stocks as a way of hiding in, well, we're always going to be sick. So it comes down to what's you. I think the third quarter reporting, third quarter earnings reporting season, it could start with a pretty favorable note because there's a lot of financials in it. But the question is demand, not value, demand going forward. So a lot of faith out there in the stock market. I think faith belongs in two places, churches and on the football field. I got faith that we're going to win the Super Bowl this year, hope. But in my portfolio, I'm diversified. I do have a wealth preservation retirement planning seminar coming up this Saturday. Ooh, ooh, five days from now, Radisson Hotel San Jose Airport. You can sign up for it at robblack.com. You can learn how to set up and rebalance your portfolios, transition from wealth accumulation to distribution. A lot of economic outlook talk. A lot of estate planning opportunities by the end of this year. If you haven't done your estate plan by the end of this year and you own a house, you're a fool. And then Money 101 from 1 to 4. 1 to 4 at the Radisson Hotel San Jose Airport. You can sign up for both events at robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're headed back out towards Lafayette. Southbound Pleasant Hill Road is closed off due to some down power lines. Until about 10 o'clock this morning, traffic is backed up for about a half of a mile. Again, southbound Pleasant Hill Road in between Spring Hill Road and Deer Hill Road. Out towards Castro Valley, where traffic has been heavy, westbound 580 between Strobridge Avenue and 238. Once you make the drive on northbound 238, you're stop and go from 580 towards the 880 approach. Westbound 80, right at the Hoffman Split in Albany, we have a crash that's been pushed off to the shoulder. Traffic stalls from Carlson and the Baybridge Toll Plaza now backed up from the end of the parking lot. Hate traffic? Don't be a hater. Get a Garmin Newbie with subscription-free HD digital traffic and avoid it with updates as often as every 30 seconds. Drive with Garmin, the most trusted name in GPS. For more traffic information, log on to SigAlert.com. I'm Karina Velasquez with your Bay Area Traffic. Mikey, hurry up. Don't forget your homework. With all the hustle and bustle of getting everyone off to school and work on time, uh uh-ohs sometimes happen. There's the minor fender bender, Uh and then there's the major I can't believe this. Uh The good news is no matter what size your uh uh-oh, TGIF Auto Body Shop is there to get your car fixed and back on the road again. Hi, I'm Kathy with TGIF Body Shop, reminding you whatever your uh uh-oh, choose TGIF to get it fixed. Got dents? TGIF offers paintless dent repairs. TGIF's trained technicians will go the extra mile to make sure your car is repaired like new to manufacturer's specifications. All insurance accepted with a lifetime guarantee. Let TGIF fix your uh-oh and receive 20% off wheel alignment. Located off Highway 880 and Auto Mall Parkway in Fremont. Call TGIF today, 510-490-1342 or online at TGIFauto.com. Need a tow? No problem. Call TGIF. That's 510-490-1342. You've been saving diligently for retirement, but are you making the right financial decisions or are you leaving yourself vulnerable? Find out at a comprehensive wealth preservation seminar October 13th at the Radisson Hotel in San Jose. Join CFP Chad Burton for the morning session on wealth preservation and retirement planning and learn how to reduce risk with diversification, tax reduction strategies, estate planning tips, and how to pull money out of the markets in retirement. Chad Burton and Rob Black will discuss the economic outlook, portfolio structure, asset allocation, 
application, and more. And get a free estate plan consultation from special guest attorney Michelle C. Lerman. From 1 to 4, it's Money 101 with Rob Black, covering everything from insurance, 401ks, IRAs, asset allocation, good debt and bad debt, and more. Learn hints, tips, and tricks, and see how eliminating common mistakes can make a huge difference. Bring your portfolio and your questions to the Radisson Hotel Airport San Jose, October 13th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Register today at robblack.com. You've been saving diligently for retirement, but are you making... online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Holy mackerel. Are you paying attention to what's happened to Apple these days? A, the stock is going to be a screaming buy. Or B, it's already the beginning at the end. I've always been told it's going to be okay in the end. But it's not okay right now. So it's clearly not the end. I know you're saying, well, how am I supposed to read in that? You're not. But the iPhone 5 has a bug that makes it screen flicker. The iPhone 5 seems to have a bug that makes some of their pictures purple. And of course, in the typical Apple way, they said, it's probably the way you're holding your camera. I know you're saying, but it's not like I was taking a picture of the Hamburglar. Or who was the big Grimace? Yeah, what was Grimace? Wait, wait, let's stop and think about that for just a second. In the McDonald's cartoony commercials, what the hell was Grimace? Now that I've brought that up, it's a problem for me to think about. What was he? Four in ten adults in America between the ages of 18 to 34 live with mom and dad. Well, that's got to be awkward. Let's pull up the old market numbers. The old market numbers. And the mom who glued her kids' hands to the wall faces a life term. In what I think is a pretty innovative way of not paying for a babysitter. Some people tend to get upset. There's a brawl at a wedding, but that's neither here nor there. The S&P 500 down 6, the NASDAQ down 17, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 41. Let's welcome in Chad Burton, certified financial planner from newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. Chad, you know, one of the things that I saw that really repulsed me was when Susie Orman came up with a, a debit card, a charge card that's 3 bucks a month. And, yeah, it... it Maybe it's getting people to think more about their money because it's tied towards a person, but I find it foul. I find it vile, vulgar, upsetting. Um, people have problems, though. I mean, she, she's the LCD. She, people think the lowest common denominator. That's her audience, people who have problems with visas and credit cards and get into trouble. Um, I like credit. My credit score is high, so I got a great mortgage. I like credit like um, American Express. It itemizes everything for you, and it shows you where you're spending money, and uh, it's an easy way to start a budget. Credit cards are a great way to use a budget. Yeah, American Express is kind of on my list of uh, not liked credit card issues right now. The way that they handled the uh, credit crisis, they would take corporate cards, and they would lower the credit limit, and the, the way that they did their billing dates, a lot of companies would end up at the end, at the close of their statement dates above the credit line that they had just lowered so right. that they could turn around and charge them a much higher interest rate. And you've got to watch out for things like that. It's, it, 
and promo fees, people, they get these promo fees, but they don't see the hidden charges. Right. Of certain costs per transaction or a flat fee to borrow money, even though the rates are lower. A little financial flat, engineering. Yeah. And, you know, there's there's tools like, you know, bankrate.com is a good site where you can go in and, and use their find a credit card tool. Right. And go through the different types of cards that you like. Um, either way, once you do that, you could also use tools like youpromise.com. So if you've got kids, you're trying to send them through college, you can tie all of your credit cards to a place like youpromise.com so that it tracks your pen spending. And if it, you end up buying anything that qualifies for you promise credits, what it'll do is it'll put a certain amount of money into a 529 plan for you. You've got to set up the right 529 plan. So debit cards, charge cards, visas at American Express, they're, they're great tools if you use them properly. Like you said, you can set up your credit card and, and get points for your kid's 529 plan with youpromise.com. It's letter U, nordpromise.com. And I've got, you know, I had a 529 plan even before kids. Like, you could set up a 529 plan before you have kids, which is a crazy concept to think about. And every time you go to Safeway or participate in restaurants, it'll throw a little bit of do-re-mi into that for you. Um, and all you do is once you have the child, you change the beneficiary from yourself to the child. Right. So it's something, you promise is kind of cool because you could get grandparents involved. You can get churches involved. Remember baby Jessica who fell down the well? <laughs> yeah. The whole world was in love with her. and like, um, Did you sign Jessica up on your You Promise plan? You could have. That's the cool thing about it. Is you like would have had whole... to email her parents your credit card number. Would you do that? I wouldn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there, like for instance, let's say you're a member of a, a church. A whole church could help send a kid through college by signing up for a You Promise account for that kid, um, which is pretty neat. <laughs> you're not. You're not tracking. Good luck getting the trust to get everybody's credit card numbers. <laughs> okay, okay. You get the idea. So it's it's easier for grandparents to help kids uh, with something like a you promise. And that's uh, how about mileage? Are you big into the mileage plans? And well, it, it depends on a business card. So there's certain business cards that you end up with air miles. That if you if you um, travel a lot, that's yeah. great. Um, the American Express card that I do have, I can cash in those credits for travel. Yeah. Because um, I don't like booking my travel through American Express. It's a pain. I'd rather go direct through Southwest or Alaska, which is the airlines that I use all the time. So I just cash those in and, and have it reduce the, the monthly balance that we pay off anyways. So um, So you've never taken a, a free trip on the Amex? I don't have to look into you. You're not doing any shady bonuses or perks to yourself. No, nope, I just keep the air miles and book directly through the the airlines and then cash in the travel credit. So it's really, you know, where do you spend your money? And that's yeah. why you use tools like Bankrate to find the best card for you. And there's like uh, Visa cards that you can get that you can get 5% off your gas and things like that. They're great ideas, but typically they have higher rates tied towards them. So unless you're paying them off monthly, not a good idea. The points really don't add up in your favor if yeah. you're going to get 18% in credit debt. And when you get new cards, you get all these offers like, hey, you're going to have free uh, life insurance for a certain amount of time or free uh, disability to pay off your, your balance if you're disabled. And it's only free for a certain period of time. So you get these offers in the mail, and they almost automatically sign you up, and then they start charging your card. Yeah. So when you get a new card, you really have to look over the bill and be very, very careful on it. Um, ID theft protection is also being added to a lot of cards, but... Um, you know, remember a lot of times in an ID theft situation for a card, you're only responsible for the first 50 bucks. And if you're going to buy ID theft insurance, buy it from somebody that doesn't just cover you, but they will pay for the attorney's fees for you to fix the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's because when you, if your ID is stolen, it's typically from check writing or people stealing files. It's not from online banking. 
And the time that you put in dealing with attorneys to fix that problem, that's the expensive, time-consuming part. So be careful on what type of ID theft insurance you buy as well. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. We're talking all things financial, and you can find him again at newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The mom, a Texas woman who admitted to beating her two-year-old daughter and gluing her hands to the wall, is being sentenced to potentially life in prison. Now, a minute ago, when I made fun of that story with just the headline, Mom who glued hands to the wall faces life term, and I said she was an innovator, it just goes to show you that you could read one headline, and it's cute, and you could read the details, and it's dirty. Her daughter was in a coma for two days after the September 7th incident. The girl and her siblings have since been taken into state custody. Don't glue your kids to the wall. Uh, consider being a parent before becoming a parent. Stunning that we see stories like that in this day and age. So investors are bullish heading into earnings season. Where are you? If you're in wealth accumulation, join me for my Money 101 seminar Saturday at the Radisson Airport, San Jose from 1 to 4. If you're in the wealth preservation, retirement planning, join me from 9 to noon. Same location. More details at robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. So what do you want to talk about today? You tell me. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air today. Clearly, we're moving into earnings season. That's a big story. There's no doubt about it. Discovering old concerns on Columbus Day, a day of discovery. I think it's politically incorrect now to say that Christopher Columbus discovered America. I'm not sure why it's politically correct, but I'm told it's politically correct. Alcoa, they report tomorrow after the close. Their aluminum business is rocking. Their alumina business, not so much. The earnings factor to watch for may be the actual results of the third quarter, not so much. It's the guidance for the fourth quarter. The World Bank lowered this growth forecast for Asia this morning. East Asian nations, hmm, let me think. Could that have to do with China? So they lowered their 2012 GDP forecast for China from 8.2% to 7.7%. They need a rapidly growing economy to continue to support all the jobs that are shifting over to capitalism or whatever you want to call it there. Certainly a lot of their businesses don't resemble capitalism. Somewhat surprisingly, uh, when you look at earnings, People are a lot more bullish than, than normal right now. That's just one of those things that Wall Street likes to t- toy with of like, why are we so happy? Or why are we so depressed? It's always one or the other. There's always a wall of worry. Good time to lock in your rate. Expect delays though when you do lock in your rate on a mortgage or a refinance. As lenders are trying to keep up with refi demand. That, as well as standards to get a loan, are much more difficult today than they were yesterday. Morgan Stanley analyst Scott Devitt, he raised his rating on Netflix shares to overweight from equal weight. He set a price target of 85 bucks. 
thinks the street is overestimating the threat of the company from Amazon.com. He contends the retailer's streaming video service is no threat to Netflix's U.S. business. Amazon.com strategy around Prime Instant Video is an adapted freemium model. So Prime customers receive free content and then supplement their viewing experiences by renting movies from Amazon. That offering only works at Amazon.com, keeps Prime Instant Video tethered to Prime, which maybe they will, maybe they won't. If they ever offer a standalone product, they'll face the Netflix content gap, which will cost an incremental one to two billion dollars to close. So some analysts are now starting to say the Netflix domestic business model can support the stock. And if they can get any international traction, it can go higher. American Express and Walmart came out with plans to unveil a prepaid credit card. Once again, telling me it's an alternative to a debit card. Once again, telling me that the people who shop at Walmart, well, not only are they the plebeians, but they don't own financial products. I mean, this is how pathetic our society is, is that... Honey, I'm going to go spend my paycheck at Walmart. I'm going to get beer, groceries, some prophylactics, and a new headlight. And that's the whole paycheck. So instead of using a Bank of America or a Washington Mutual for the bank, they're using Walmart as their bank. Doesn't that seem slightly weird to you? Mm Mm-hmm. I want me some French fried potatoes. Elsewhere out there today. Oh, here's my horoscope for the day. You're holding back your emotions even if you're talking to someone you can trust. Others may think you're a team player and that you're willing to change your mind for the good of the relationship. However, nothing is as simple as it appears. Someone could be reading your motives incorrectly even though you're merely trying to avoid a power struggle. Okay, for those of you who believe in horoscopes, if I was president of the United States, I would throw you in the Darwinian wood chipper. In you go. Just throwing it out there for you. I know you're saying, but you just read a horoscope. You must believe in it. Mila Kunis has been snagged as the sexiest woman alive, according to Esquire magazine. I kind of agree with it. She's a good looking woman. She's 29 years old, a little old, a little long of the tooth. And now you're saying, turn your internal editor on, Rob, please. She's funny, she's talkative, she's opinionated, she's beautiful. All according to the magazine Esquire. Mm, that's all I got. She's dating Ashton Kutcher, which kind of ruins it for me. But if she wants to call me, my number is 800-516-1220. Mila, call me. Mila, 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 Mila. Kuni, Kaina. Kunis, Kunis, Kuni. I don't even know how to say your name, but call me. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anyone who can get Mila Kunis to call me, um, well, let's just say it this way. I owe you one. Four in ten adults age 18 to 34 live with mom and dad. That's a pretty stunning number. Spending money on grandchildren is becoming more and more so an issue for grandparents. 53% of grandparents say they spend money on their grandchildren. 
Grandparents are covering 37% of everyday living expenses, 23% of medical or dental expenses. Hmm. In Israel, they downed a drone in their airspace, and you're saying, why is that a story, Rob? We do not. We do not want the Middle East to flare up. Anytime there's a flare-up, I just want to go in and be, do my Pope impression. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. We don't want to flare up. Be cool. And you're saying, is the Pope German? Be cool. That's my German impression. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. So, uh, Oracle. Boat capsized. It's just a billion-dollar boat. No biggie, right? No biggie. Pretty dramatic to see the boat capsize yesterday. If you haven't seen it, Google Oracle's million-dollar racing boat capsizes. Sailors were dangling in the air. I know you're saying, didn't he just say it was a billion-dollar boat? Well, it's a billion-dollar sport as far as funding it goes. Okay, the mama gluter, kids hands to the wall faces life term. That's no longer a funny story. I need to scratch that from my funny story file. Ooh, this is interesting. Amazon tried to buy Netflix for $12 million in 1999. There's a new book out by, called uh, Netflixed. Netflixed. Talk about how Amazon offered to buy Netflix in 1999 for $12 million. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and Netflix CEO Reed Hastings meant to figure out how the two companies could form a partnership. Bezos ended up offering to buy the company. Hastings turned him down. The book says Hastings didn't think the offer was high enough. Eventually, Amazon would go head-to-head with him. Sounds like a pretty boring read, doesn't it? You know, I, I live in technology. I love technology. My middle name is Francis, if you know what that means. Nor do I. So trust me, you're not the only one. But the point being is that um, I'm kind of bored with reading business books. AIG sets new record high, $35.46. A lot of people see a lot of value in that stock. A lot of value. And I haven't liked it because they had too much of a U.S. government ownership issue. But that doesn't mean that they didn't have a business model underneath that. Trying to see if there's any huge stories out there. Cabela's. Have you ever been in Cabela's? I don't know if they're on the beaten path or off the beaten path. I don't even know where the beaten path is. I took the road less traveled. But Cabela's, $60 price target, sales momentum's continuing, um, led by strength and firearms. I know you're saying, are you kidding me? Yes, this is a play on Obama being reelected. Last time Obama was elected, shares of companies like Cabela's and Smith & Wesson roared. Now, Cabela's is also positioned to become more of a, a rural retailer out there. Significant square footage growth opportunities, $650 million in growing Cabela's branded business. Fiercely competitive and loyal customer base. Best of breed credit card business. Dominant multi-channel strategy. Honey, I'm going to go get me a a six-cylinder lawnmower. I'm going to put on my Cabela's card. I know you're saying six-cylinder lawnmower? Who needs that many cylinders in a lawnmower? Right? Are you with me against me? Pick a side. Vivas and Express Scripts joined uh, Quesima, Certified Home Delivery Pharmacy Network, which includes CVS, Walgreens, and Express Scripts. 
Why do they have a name like Quisima? Q-S-Y-M-I-A? Shouldn't we have rules banning stupid names that no one could pronounce? I can neither enunciate or pronounce the name of your company. You're banned. Aetna, showing some relative strength today. Boring old insurance company. Back to AIG, which I just mentioned. Boring old insurance company. Do you see a, a similar positioning of how I'm angling that? Maybe. Maybe not. Is this on? Hello? Hello? A couple other things that we need to look at today. Marathon Petroleum up 5% on BP refinery purchase. Mm, there's not a lot of refiners, and that makes sense to, to uh, grow from accumulation. Green dot, ticker symbol GDOT. They're down 20% after American Express made that partnership with Walmart, which we started the whole segment on. Find me at robblack.com, robblack.com. Big seminar coming up this weekend in San Jose at the Radisson Airport. Find out more at robblack.com. In your money on AM 1220, KDOW, and iHeart Radio Station. iHeart Radio Station. iHeart Radio is one of the apps first started at Clear Channel. When I heard we were becoming an iHeart Radio Station, I was like, uh-oh, I can't say bad things about Clear Channel anymore, can I? I don't know. I don't know what I can and can't do. No one's exactly explained this to me. LinkedIn. They're going to have a higher third quarter tax expense. It's going to hurt their bottom line. Taxes are one of the things that you look at when analyzing companies' balance sheets. And by that, what I mean is... What is that? By that? I mean... Um, quality of earnings. It's earnings season. And last quarter, we had a great earnings season. But even me, even I, the great one, and you're saying, it's starting to sound a little bit like bloated Captain Kirk. Two Captain Kirks. Bloated Captain Kirk said Captain Kirk. Bloated Captain Kirk said, Khan! But yeah, even me, who sounded a little bit like the bloated Captain Kirk last quarter, said that revenues weren't that great. It was a great earnings season. But it just wasn't that great of a revenue season. One of the things I'll never, ever, never, ever, never do is get cocky when it comes to money. I'm always one turn away from being humbled. With that said, hey, my home price has gone up in value, and I own more than one home. And I own a office property, and I own real estate investment trusts, which own real estate. I don't own private REITs. I find that way too often private REITs are oversold to the general public. I don't think they're appropriate for the general public. They make a high commission for the person selling them. But one of the things that you can easily get cocky at is housing. And yeah, right now sales of existing and new homes are climbing. There's no doubt about it. No doubt it. The pace is picking up as well. No doubt about it. The number of unsold homes seems to be easing, even as the tsunami foreclosure 
I guess it should be for foreclosure tsunami continues to you know stress us out. We seem lower than last year as far as flood levels go and foreclosures. There seems to be some pent up demand. Like I said, four in ten adults age eighteen to thirty five are living at home. I can't even imagine that. That would kill everything in my life. Sex life gone. Relaxation life, watching television, gone. Like, could you imagine asking dad for the remote? Now, keep in mind, my dad's been dead for 18 years, so asking him would be kind of like a moot point. Because he'd just sit there and look at me with those dead eyeballs of his. Um, but yeah, it's, everything about my life would just... I don't know, I, I wouldn't like it at all. Hmm. Never before in modern history, here's a quote, never before in modern history have home sales, home building, and home prices collapsed so deeply and so widely across the nation. That's from Celia Chen, an economist who focuses on housing for Moody's. I don't think the climb back from that is either swift or uniform. Again, single family starts, multifamily starts, new home sales, existing home sales, unsold inventory, average prices. These are all things that I, I pay attention to. Some people love radio. I heart housing. I heart investing. I heart retirement plans. And you say, if you say one more heart, I'm changing the channel. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try out a little Sarah and Vinny for a bit. You'll be back. You'll be back. Vinny. Loser. Who uses radio shows to get dates? Loser. Sarah. Little cancer stick of a person. Five foot one. Puff cigarettes, yells at people, miserable to work with. And people love her because she's just like I was when I was 18. The only problem is she's pushing 50. She's not 18. What else we got today? Okay, I think I've just about pissed off. Well, I got the Pope in there earlier today, and I just got uh, Sarah and Vinny in there, and women under the age of 50. And I, th- I think I've done a pretty good job. I think I've done a pretty good job as far as getting everyone hit with a sick today. Um, Facebook reported on plan to cut its $3 billion credit line so that it can have a lower tax bracket. Dish Networks and Gannett are extending negotiation to resolve a fee dispute. Hopefully they get it done before Walking Dead. If you don't have, if you have Dish Network, you don't get the Walking Dead. I'm tired of those commercials. Like, we get it. We get it. You're not paying each other. You're not working with each other. We get it. Cablevision, Comcast, Time Warner Cable all reacting today as the FCC decides to let rules involving program access expire. Those rules had required cable companies that own programming to make it available to rival distributors like satellite companies. That's an interesting one. Tomorrow night we get Apple. No, no, no. Tomorrow night we get Alcoa's earnings. Apple's a stock that we continue to watch as it's technically very weak right now. Watch out below! Hey, you back from Sarah and yet? It's good to have you back. Hey, don't forget I'm doing a big event, big event, big event, big event, raise money for charity this weekend, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. Saturday from noon, from 9 to noon, 9 to noon, Dratison Hotel, San Jose Airport, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning, i.e. if you're over 40. 
heading towards retirement, want to learn a little bit about investing, want to learn a little bit about state planning, want to learn a little bit about bonds and dividend paying stocks and alternative investments, rebalancing. You can sign up for that 9 to noon event at robblack.com. And then I do the Money 101, all things financial, stocks, investing, insurance, and much, much more at the Radisson Hotel from 1 to 4 in San Jose Airport location. More information at robblack.com. That's robblack.com, R-O-B-B-L-A-C-K.com. That's this Saturday, October 13th. Two events, one for wealth in the morning and one for wealth accumulation in the afternoon. Sign up at robblack.com. Start your morning with AM 1220 KDOW. We'll bring you news and analysis. Here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Liam Neeson, Thriller, Taken 2, tops the box office. Bill O'Reilly, John Stewart Tingle in a mock debate. I wish I could use some of my, my mock spare time to watch a mock debate, but I can't. U.S. companies are flocking to Britain for tax reasons. Again, one of the things that you have to ask yourself is, do you really, really want to solve fiscal problems by taxing businesses? It's a good question. At least 20 multinationals have drawn up plans to move their regional or global headquarters to Britain. After government efforts to increase the competitiveness of the UK's business tax regime. Ernst & Young, the professional services firm, said the country was successfully competing with low-tax countries such as Switzerland and Singapore. So how would you feel if you work at Visa? And the next thing you know, they're saying, we're jumping from the Bay Area to London. You know, 30,000 jobs go with it. The U.K. is a lot more business competitive than the United States is. And again, you're going to say, they're not paying the fair share. They're not paying the fair share. If they hire people in America, is that their fair share or should it be higher than that? What should fair share be? Why don't we, if you want fair share... Why don't we go to a, you know, a flat tax rate for everyone? You can even go a flat tax rate for corporations. And then you get a fair share. And then you get the death of the accounting industry. <laughs> I know you're saying fantasy. I know, right? Apple has ordered over 10 million iPad mini units. Though not confirmed, it's been confirmed. Ancient Chinese secret is that Asia can't keep secrets. Asian component makers that supply parts to make Apple products historically have shown us pictures of new product months in advance. So we now know that they're ordering 10 million plus units for the fourth quarter. Smaller tablet is in production. Tablet screen is going to measure about 7.85 inches. It's going to be a direct competitor with Amazon's Kindle and Google's Nexus 7. Google's coming out with a new tablet. We know that as well. So October 10 is the big smaller tablet event. Not confirmed. Sold to broker advisors, maybe actually any stocks mentioned on this show. But in theory, yes, it will cannibalize some of their own market. But in theory, it should open up some new markets for them as well. 
What else we got? Apple, again, is being put in the position of looking to Foxconn, which makes their iPhones. And supposedly another revolt has been stomped down in China at the assembly plant. Walmart and American Express are set to make a joint financial services agreement this morning tied towards a debit card that's not a debit card. It's a prepaid, reloadable card. It offers many of the things that you would get from an ATM machine, many of the things that you get from checking, but without the fees. Now, if this story doesn't disturb you on the slightest bit, that's fine, and I get it. It disturbs me a little bit on the sense that is Walmart a bank or is Walmart a retailer? And should retailers be allowed to be do banking? And this is clearly a backdoor in banking. There's no doubt about it. But with that said, it also, from a consumer standpoint, it's a negative because it says, hey, you've got a loaded card full of all this good stuff that you can get at Walmart. Now, when you go drinking this weekend, you could use our card at that drinking establishment, maybe. We're not quite sure. So that's something to think about. Morgan Stanley is upgrading Netflix today. Amazon, not a direct threat to the company. Morgan Stanley raised Netflix to overweight, saying $85 price target. Amazon's strategy around Prime Instant Video is an adapted freemium model that they're not sure is going to stick or if it gets spun off from Amazon. And if it does, then there's always that content gap. Now, I use Amazon service, and it's a better service, in my opinion, than Netflix. But Netflix is a better consumer experience. But I'm looking for content. What are you looking for? We all have different ways of, of approaching our needs from the things that we consume. So a lot of important economic events this week. Something that we pay attention to, EU ministers, they're in the news. I hear saying, no. But they are. European finance ministers are meeting in Luxembourg today to discuss Spain's overhaul effort. Asia's emerging economy, Asia's emerging economies, excuse me, let's play a little dry today, have room to provide fiscal stimulus. But it's not expected that China's going to do anything until they get a new elected official in March. France plans to sell up to 7 billion euros today. We're watching that to see if it goes smoothly. Do people want the euro or people want the dollar or people want the, the yen? Big international company HTC posted a record 79% decline in profit. Hugo Chavez won re-election with 54%, 54% of the vote. It's good to be a president in a country where you can intimidate people. Other big stories of note this morning. Crude oil fell for a second day in a row. Sometimes you're going to be looking at crude directly. Sometimes you're going to look at it indirectly. Directly, gas prices have shot up recently. Yet oil prices have crept lower. You know, in the big picture of things, the Federal Reserve is preparing to embark on another round of Special asset purchases, QE3, 
QE Infinity. Investors looking to the past may see opportunity. The Fed's first two rounds of quantitative easing helped kickstart rallies in global asset classes, both stocks and commodities. There has been a pickup in mortgage refinancings in the last week. If you have a credit score of 750 or above, if you have below, you're not really seeing the light at the end of the tunnel yet. Sugar, cotton, silver, crude oil, amongst the biggest gainers in the last round of easing. You know, since the last round, nickel, lean hogs, sugar, silver, platinum have rallied the most. Oh, I had turkey bacon this weekend. It about killed me. It looks like bacon, but tastes nothing like bacon. It was awful. I'm still scarred by the incident. Just say no to turkey bacon. I'd rather eat, like, raccoon bacon. You know, if I'm going to put an animal's butt in my mouth, I'd prefer it to be a pig over a turkey. I know you're saying, I want to go that far. Just dead. Just dead. So the IMF releasing World Economic Outlook today, kind of lowering things in Asia for sure. Tomorrow we get little Timmy Geithner. He's traveling to New Delhi and Mumbai for bilateral meetings. He's going to talk to Tokyo October 11th through 13th. Oh, and in case anyone less forget, happy birthday to me. Thanks, Mom. You did a great thing 25 years ago when you pushed me out. Love you. Take a break here. I'll be right back. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by Garmin. We're taking a look in San Francisco. 20 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial and much, much more. Daryl Hanna was arrested after protesting a $7 billion oil pipeline. Kill Bill actress, 51 years old. Once considered the most beautiful woman on the planet. Now she's protesting oil pipelines. I know you're saying, what's the story there? Mm, no story. Just wanted to talk about Daryl Hannah for a second. And let's just say she hasn't aged terribly well. Um, the SP 500 down 6, the NASDAQ down 24, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 33. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He joins us from time to time to talk about all things financial money, investing, and financial planning concepts. He's with NewFocusFinancial.com. It's NewFocusFinancial.com. Chad Burton, one of the topics that comes up on occasion is uh, paying off your mortgage. And there's commercials and there's YouTube videos on mortgage accelerators. I almost don't even want to mention it because these things are pretty evil. They're products that you can sometimes pay three to $6,000. They'll set up a line of credit for you tied towards you, like a second mortgage or a loan, and then they help fund your 401k, or they, I'm sorry, they help you know pay off your mortgage early. You're basically taking from one of your own pots of money to pay off a mortgage a little bit earlier, like they'll put $10 in on the first, and then it'll put another 15 so it does lower your interest, but you're using borrowed money that has an interest rate on it much higher than your mortgage to pay off your mortgage. Mortgage accelerators are pretty evil. Well, I think the worst kinds are the ones that charge you just to set up a bi-monthly payment instead of a monthly payment. All you have to do is if you look at a calendar and you have 12 payments on your mortgage typically, right. if you do that bi-weekly, the way it figures out is you end up making one extra payment a year. Right. So you can set that up on your own. 
just make one extra payment a year, and essentially it ends up being about the same. Um, so you don't have to pay money to do that, and that's the thing that I get concerned about. And then there's all these other, you know, like you said, credit card deals where you're using some of your loan on a credit card. It gets so confusing, you really wonder what you're paying for. And there's no free lunch on Wall Street or in the banking sector, so be careful. And typically, what I've already found about YouTube is that people put up some pretty vile videos on YouTube. Um, and when I say vile, they're like, it's showing their case. Like, here's why you buy stock options. Here's why you buy gold from me. And they, they paint this horrific picture of either Wall Street, the, the mutual funds, or that, you know, in retirement, that the government's going to tax you 50%, and they'll show you how to get tax-free money. YouTube is kind of evil, because I've, I get emails from senior citizens like, what do you think of this product? And uh, you watch these videos, and they're, you know, they're okayly produced, but it just shows you that these guys don't really have an outlet to get their message across to rip you off. Well, the best produced ones are the ones by insurance agents that have the money to, to be able to afford to produce them, because they're saying things like a life insurance policy uses investment is better than a 401k because you can take tax-free loans in retirement. Right. But these things, I think we've talked about this before, they blow up, and interest rates go down, dividends go down, and cost of insurance goes up, and so people buy these things on these pretty ledgers, these pretty sales spreadsheets. And then <clears throat> I pretty much still roll my eyes when someone sends me an email and says, take a look at what this guy said. Or take a look at his report. He's predicting the stock market to go to zero. Okay. I mean, I know when people ask me, did you hear about what who said on CNBC about the market going zero or P ratios going all the way up to 19 every day? Yeah. There's 20 or 30 of these people in place. Really? You, you've really got to yeah. shut out all the news and have a strategy, You know, a, really a written strategy of how you either pick stocks or analyze mutual funds when you rebalance your portfolio and peel the winners off and and buy some of the stuff that hasn't done well. I joke and just shut out the media. I jokingly say this, um, you know, CNBC's porn. Oh, yeah. There's nothing financial you can get from it. It's 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 financial porn. It's it looks good, but it's like Chinese food. You know, you eat it and then you're pooping it out 30 minutes later. Like there's no nutritional value in it. It's just greasy slop. And I'm, I'm talking American Chinese, not Chinese Chinese. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 I think it turns people into a deer in headlights. Yeah. So it either pe- gets people too emphatic about an upside move and want to go all in and, or too scared on a downside move and go all out. You have basically people that have English degrees yep. ending up on financial channels giving you opinions on the market. And it creates more volatility that's out there. And when know, I was on the East Coast, too I, many opinions. When I was on the East Coast, I did CNBC. And when I'd get there, I'd say, I got this great stock pick, GE. And they, they're like, no, 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 not GE. We, we need G-Wiz. We need something bigger than that. We need something sexier. Do you got like a, a, a network equipment company? And like, you can't do that because the producers, they won't put you on if you, unless you talk crazy, sexy, crazy ideas. They don't want what Bloomberg does. Bloomberg, I think, is a great financial media company. I think they do a much better job. Not the best job, but a much better job yeah. at not getting crazy. Yeah, because they don't have the 15 panel of people arguing about a certain situation because the opinion doesn't matter. It's really what the underlying trend and the fundamentals are in a stock. Melissa Francis, she works at CNBC, and she was the oil girl for a while. Uh-huh. Now she's like an anchor. Um, at, C- at CNET, she was the tech girl. Her background was technology, and she goes to CNBC, and like, now she's like an expert on oil. It's pretty funny. It's laughable. Yeah. Um, my co-host, Cheryl Cassani, you know what her background was before she got into financial media? Prom queen? No, she was at Fox. She's at Fox Business, by the way, and she hates me whenever time I say this. She used to be a stewardess at Southwest. Yeah. And now she's on Fox Business and giving opinions on the, the news of the day. You've got to watch out for this stuff. Everybody has an opinion.
<laughs> stuff to watch out for and much, much more. So back to mortgage accelerators. Pretty bad idea. If you ever want to accelerate your mortgage, you can do it yourself. That's yeah, the lesson. Really, the only time I typically tell people to accelerate their mortgage, let's say you're close to retirement, you're 15 years into a 30-year loan, and you've already, you're maxed out your 401k, you're maxed out your Roth, you've got a lot of money saved up for retirement, so you've got you know, the option to either take cash and buy CDs, which are paying nothing, or pay off your mortgage early. If you're way into the amortization schedule on your mortgage and you're no longer getting a tax deduction for it, and all you're doing is looking for a cash alternative, that's about the only time when I tell people, yeah, go ahead and pay your mortgage off. Absolutely. Our parents did it because they saw their parents lose the farm. But mm-hmm. that's not our case. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. CFP Chad Burton. Find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. The America's Cup is in the Bay Area. And before you dismiss it, snidely saying, not relevant, I'd rather watch an MLS soccer game. Stop and ask yourself, what's bigger than the America's Cup on a stage level for the world? You got the Olympics, number one. Numero uno. Dos is the World Cup in soccer. Third is the America's Cup. The economic benefits of bringing the America's Cup to San Francisco. How much they spend on hotels, restaurants, retail, and other services. From overseas visitors to the Bay Area, $1.4 billion. I'm glad it's coming. The cost of hosting the Super Bowl, just 300 to $500 million. We'll talk about this and much, much more. You can call me, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Don't forget, I'm doing two events this Saturday. Could be my last Saturday event of the year. Might be. I think it might it be. Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning in the morning, Saturday, October 13th from 9 to noon at the Radisson Hotel at San Jose Airport. Economic outlook. Basically what you should expect heading into retirement. You can find out more about that in the Money 101 in the afternoon for beginners. At robblack.com, it's robblack.com. Welcome back in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and much, much more. I oftentimes like to say, what's on your financial mind? You tell me. We could talk about it. One of the best things I think you could understand is that personal finance business, economy, are all very important. Retirement, financial advice. I'm stunned at how many people still think annuities are smart investment. Annuities are horrific investments. If you want me to send you out an article on annuities and why you should avoid them, drop me an email, robertrobblack.com. It's robertrobblack.com. Not only I, but other financial experts, most financial planners, except for the ones who really don't know how to Diversify your portfolio. Won't buy annuities. I will consider an Emeritus annuity for income when retired with no commissions, no fees, but from no other firm. So drop me an email, rob at robblack.com if you want to start talking a little bit about why you should avoid annuities. I can find a case to be optimistic at this point in time. I'm not pessimistic by nature. 
The stock market moves up 7 out of 10 years historically. You don't need insurance to cover your investments. You need low cost to maximize your investments. The headlines are pretty discouraging out there. The gloom envelops. You know, I say go back to history. You know, the consensus at the end of World War II was that we were a mature economy destined to slide back into a depression. Almost everyone expected a crash, a retrenchment, and yet we continued economic expansion. The same story holds true with investing. You know, doubt your economy once, shame on you. Doubt investing, shame on you. There's a horrific stock market crash in 1929. Professional investors constantly fan that for years to come. Investors earned a real 2% average annual return on investments during the 30s compared to a 7.1% on bonds. Yet, the real average rate of return, had you stuck out the 1950s, was 16.8%. And bondholders lost 2.2%. Optimists are rewarded. You don't have to make money this year or in the next 10 years. You do it over 40 years. If your time frame isn't 10 to 40 years, you probably shouldn't expect much. I think it's underappreciated how much progress households are making to restoring their balance sheets in America. Balance on credit cards, 22% below their peak. Number of refinances and mortgages, which will keep us healthy for 15 to 30 years. Is good. The number of Americans saving, again, higher, even though we want a nation of consumers and spenders. Student loan debt keeps growing. That's a problem. Our higher education system relies way too much on students and their families to pay for their education. We need that to change if we're going to have a healthier job market in the future. So I'm not all negative, and I just don't see the case for it, to be honest with you. I think you'll get yourself in a world of trouble if you don't look back at history and study a little bit. Um, you know, one of the things that I'll look at, and I'll be honest with you, I can't look at everything, and you know that, right? I'll look at the euro and where it can hold levels, where it can't get above. The headlines out of Europe probably going to get worse over the next three to six months. So I'm not expecting much. I expect it to hold about 20. So this is a tough economy, and that's one of the things I don't like about the presidential election is that we kind of lie to our people and tell them what they want to hear. Like, whoever the middle class we want them to be, that's who they are that day. U.S. is going to put out to the market $66 billion in new issuance, $32 billion of notes for three years, $21 billion in 10-year note, $13 billion in 30-year. Employment snapshot that really tells you it's a tough, tough economy out there. Recent pickup in part-time hiring. 
is behind the largest increase in household survey in over 30 years. A lot of the new jobs that were created last week were from the government and part-time. That's not healthy. You know, if Obama wants to get the unemployment down, hire a lot of people in the government. I know you're saying, man, you are jaded. Yes, I am. We get the producer price index on Friday. This is one of the economic data pieces that I look at. We should see the cost of oil slowing, cost of food increasing. Recent claims data suggests that the underlying trend in first-time unemployment claims is improving. Trade deficit we're going to learn on Thursday. It's going to probably underscore a widening of the trade deficit between us and other countries. Speculators bought 5,300 contracts of gold in the last month. Speculators are expecting a big push higher on gold. So I look at a lot of economic data that, quite honestly, is boring as all hell. And you know that. Tomorrow we get Timmy Geithner speaking and Alcoa earnings as well as Chevron's earnings. I'm a little bit excited about Chevron. I own shares of Chevron. On Wednesday, we get the Spanish Prime Minister. He's meeting with President of France, Francois Hollande. How to end Europe's debt crisis. Do you think anything positive is going to come out of that conversation? (laughs) FedEx is going to give us the outlook on Wednesday. Thursday, we get that U.S. initial jobless claims. But, like, if you're really a nerd, financial nerd, you get Japan machinery orders. You get Australia's employment numbers, Greek unemployment, Turkish current account balance, Brazil's retail sales. Nobel Prize can be presented on Friday. Is there a chance that I win the Peace Prize? Just to be nominated would be enough for me. So this is the third year in a row that the economy has looked pretty good in the early part of the year, only to kind of flame out or stall out in the second half. But this year's a little different. Every year's a little different. We had rocket employment growth of 200,000 or more in the winter in the first quarter of this year. And we're picking up just a little bit. So if we're growing 4%, 5%, we wouldn't really care. But since we're at that 1% level, it's incredibly slow. And those distortions are incredibly high. Again, if you refinance a mortgage from 9% to 8%, it's different than refinancing a mortgage from 3% to 2%. I think we're in cyclical unemployment. We have the percent of the population that has a job just in free fall in the last 12 months. It's not people deciding to retire early. This is typically happening because the economy had a jolt. Everybody had to survive. The unemployment problems we have are largely cyclical because of that. Down the road, will it become a structural drag on the road? Sure. But right now, it's very, very cyclical. That's why the Fed is being so aggressive. You're listening to me, Rob Black. The show is Rob Black and Your Money, talking all things financial. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
Let's go to James in San Mateo. Yes, it is. First of all, good morning, and I wish you a happy birthday from a fellow uh, October birthday person. Thank you. What's on your mind? Um, I'm just curious. Um, you know, the price you just mentioned, like people are buying a lot of gold and stuff like that, and I see the price of silver going up, and, uh, well, I think I agree with you that oil's going to stay stable for a while, but what is your preferential uh, financial uh, investment in those things? I mean, it's kind of hard to hold a lot of physical gold unless you're like George Soros or something like that. Do you like gold stocks, silver stocks, or do you like the ETFs? Set fund. If you want to gauge inflation, play inflation, I would go with a hard asset fund. Instead of trying to bullet shot it, you're basically getting a basket of it. I think that's the best way for the average investor to consider adding inflation to their portfolio or fighting of inflation in their portfolio. So go Google hard asset fund. A lot of the mutual fund families have them, including Oppenheimer. So I'm giving you a hint on where to start fishing. Good luck in your fishing. Consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. Um, with that said, thanks for the call. And again, I'm not peddling fear. And I'm not really saying that oil stays where it is at this point in time. I think it is a reflection of worldwide weakness. But the United States is actually doing pretty good. Fortunately, we're not an exporter. Our exports of our economy are very, very minimal. Got a big seminar coming up this Saturday. You can learn more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's in San Jose. And you can sign up for it today at robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and much, much more. I always try to find the story that's not obvious, or maybe the obvious story and make it the unobvious analysis. I don't think the media does you a good job as far as telling you what you should be fearful of. If you're under the age of 40 and the stock market crashes, it should be the best day of your life. Now, I've got to be careful what I say here because those kind of words scare people. October is a scary month. Boo. Oclero showing some slumping demand for tech companies. First quarter revenue expectations below expectations. So they're down 9.5%. Ticker symbol on that one's OCLR. JDS Uniface, Finisar, down each. ISI Group today downgraded four stocks from buy to hold, power integrations, analog devices, linear tech, and Texas instruments. All companies that you probably don't hear that much of. But again, telling you that there's some weakness in the earnings season coming. Tomorrow we kick off earnings season with Chevron, as well as with Alco. And I'm so tired of doing this talk to you thing that I'm not going to say, Alcoa, we can't wait. We can't wait for tomorrow. Netflix higher by 10%. Morgan Stanley upgraded the stock from equal weight to overweight. CarMax up 9.5%. Retail trends are tracking above expectations. 
One index that's been doing very, very well recently is the biotech index, and individual investors can't get enough of biotech companies. Afometrics down 17.2%. They lowered their third quarter guidance. They're tightening academic funding. Well, no, no, no. the world of academic funding is tightening worldwide. Alexian Pharma lower, Amgen lower. Similar type plays. Not quite, but similar. Facebook's down 3%. They're going to reduce their credit line by 50%. But one analyst is coming out and basically saying Facebook's just a disaster. Some of their new mobile ads are just, they're pushing people away. Baby boomers. Baby boomers ruin the economy. People born between 1946 and 1964, they reaped more than they sowed. They graduated smack in one of the strongest economic expansions in American history. They needed less education to snag a decent salary job than their children do. College education cost them a fraction of what it does for their children and grandchildren. Marginal federal income tax rates have fallen steadily for them since boomers entered the labor force. They've almost been protected and coddled. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has risen 12-fold during that time period. They leave the workforce wealthier than their parents did, with more government promises awaiting them than their parents got. Boomers will be the first generation of retirees to fully enjoy the Medicare prescription drug benefit because Social Security payouts rise faster than the price inflation. They'll draw more generous retirement benefits than their parents did. Baby boomers built an economy where young people increasingly need a college education. Baby boomers created the services industry and shut down the uh, factories. Boomers run state legislatures, private universities. They've collectively pushed the cost of a new education to the stratosphere. Back in 1980, a college degree, 16000 Now it's 31000 Am I angry? Not really. Members of my father's generation reap the benefits of dirt-cheap fossil fuels through most of their working lives. When gasoline price increases ran well below inflation, freeing up cash for them to spend on things that their children can't afford now. But the most egregious thing that baby boomers did was national debt. The federal budget shortfall that their children and grandchildren will have to pay. Not only did the environment work out terribly perfectly for them, but they ran up debt while they did it. Do I hate baby boomers? I hate baby boomers. A generation of peace, love, and hippies selling it out, going for the BMWs. Where is that passion that burned, that created change in the 60s? There's a one in three chance the U.S. economy will reach game over at some point in time and go bankrupt. What will that look like? I don't know. Just throwing it out at you. I know you're saying, do you really hate baby boomers? I do. 60% of our Congress are boomers. They're the ones who can make the change. They're the ones who ran up the debt. They're the ones who's getting the most out of Medicare and Medicaid. By the time I get there, It ain't going to be much. Am I bitter? I'm not bitter. Am I filled with rage and hate? 
Not a chance. Hmm. Bank profits could have a very good quarter. Third quarter earnings season begins. Companies analysts are most bullish about banks. Companies like Wells Fargo, BB&T's, Key Corps. They were hit the hardest. And now that the loans that they're doing, you best have a credit score of 750 or above. So the quality is really there. The volume not quite picking up. It's good. It's not quite robust. And you're saying, he just said robust. Oh, I got to run. You can find me at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. While there, you could um, look at the seminars I'm doing this Saturday. I'm going to do one for wealth preservation retirement planning from 9 to noon at the Radisson Airport, San Jose. From 1 to 4, we're going to do a Money 101, all things financial. You can sign up for both events this Saturday at robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.